Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. I remember you mentioning that you wanted to discuss some of our Christmas traditions that we had growing up. Which is none. None. <laughs> well, you guys surely. I mean, I think overall we all did something. It just kind of. It's not. It wasn't. And the thing it is, wasn't they were like never the... considered tradition. They were never. I don't yeah. know about your family, but. I think your family maybe now uh, uses the words like, oh, it's tr- a tradition. We do this every year. Um, there's only certain things we do with your folks. But with my folks, we never actually called things tradition, except one thing we did was. Can I move this? Yeah. Uh, one thing we always did was uh, Christmas morning, we would go to a morning church service, like right after we'd open up the presents. Which actually is like the worst. Tra- okay. I don't want to say worst tradition, but. We would never be able to open presents on Christmas morning because of that reason. Because church service would be like yeah, at 10 o'clock. it would be right? at 10. And no, like you, you don't wake up at 7 in the morning, at least we didn't, to open presents. So we'd have to either open them after church or uh, Christmas Eve. It was always so rushed. See now. So rushed. And I, back then, I didn't, we didn't know any different, right? But mm-hmm. now I'm like, I love like the slow Christmas morning with just us. Anyway. Dragging your feet, kind of. Hang- well, just, I mean, it's not really dragging your feet. But just just kinda, taking your time and right. enjoying the day and being with family versus like, yeah, waking up, getting ready. It's a mad rush out the door. And then you're mm-hmm. like at church for two hours. You're so tired when you get home. Obviously, you do like lunch. There's so much that happens yeah. that, yeah, it doesn't feel like this family time that I really appreciate now. I think that's a memory that I buried that I now am uh, digging up. The the thing that reminds me is the senses, chaos, exactly how you described it. I remember how it had to be the strategic (laughs) effort where we wake up early, we open up the presents, there's trash everywhere, we pack everything up, and then while we're, uh, oh, 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 right before we even set up the the opening presents and stuff like mom is making some kind of breakfast yeah which is very quick it's not like we're having pancakes and this and we're having fun christmas it's now it's more of like here's a hodgepodge of things shove it down your gullet then we're going (laughs) to open up presents and then after that we're going to go to church yeah and then after that you can come home and either play play. with your presents or now keep in mind we did this till i was like a teenager Mm mm-hmm and in fact, if, if if I wasn't married and for whatever reason, I'd still be living <laughs> with my parents, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how we would well, still, still be Well, they still do it. that. Yeah. They still do that. And it's the most annoying thing now that I think about it. Now, because you grew up in that community and everybody's doing that. You don't know any different. Yeah. So the churches nowadays, you have like, oh, which service do you go to? The 9 o'clock, the 11 o'clock, the 10, 15. There's usually, majority of the churches have like a multi-service. Or not even that, but like a lot of like the churches that we go to, they don't do anything Christmas morning. They it's it. always Christmas Eve service. Mm-hmm. or And obviously the Sunday before there's like a service. Yes. But even if Christmas falls on a Sunday, there's no church on Sunday. Yeah. But... When we were growing up, even if like there was church on Sunday and Christmas was a Monday, you would still go to church twice. <laughs> Correct. Because <laughs> it's you have a, to go to Sunday because it's Sunday. It's tradition. And then Monday is Christmas and you can't not go to church on Christmas morning. It was like there was like a whole program of like, which was. I yes, mean, there's a Christmas program mm-hmm. and Christmas program is not the same Christmas program as like the American churches. By the way, we have to clarify. We, we, I went to a Russian Baptist church, mm-hmm. which is very different than like Southern American Baptist church. And then you grew up uh, Pentecostal, Ukrainian Pentecostal, mm-hmm. which is very different than like American Pentecostal. Right, right. So, but, but and you, both have a very conservative, um, highly conservative doctrine, yes. and rules and tradition, traditions, uh, expectations. All the church politics. All the church politics. Um, yeah, very uh, conservative. Lots of traditions that come from back, you know. The old country. Yes, the old country. <laughs> the old country. And a lot of them, and, and, and from our experiences, the places that we grew up going to these churches, they were they were not really heavily like doctrine-based. It was more of like an eldership thing that was like passed on from one pastor. a lot of just traditions passed, passed on, on, yeah. yeah. And so you have a lot of grumpy older people who are like, that's not how we used to do back then. That's not how we did it. And we don't even need though drums. it's not even biblically like <laughs> yeah. 
sound. We, we don't need drums on stage. We only need a piano. <laughs> like that, that, that's exactly. Not yeah. But skirts only. Anyway, there's a whole. Yeah, all the guys had to wear skirts. It's weird. <laughs> and head coverings. But I think what was always the reasoning that they had to go to church on uh, Christmas morning? Was it because. Because if Jesus was to come back to that day, you better be caught in church. You better be in church. I just like thinking. No, back, I think I it's 100% it what it is. No, I think that's 100% what it is. Because he's going to come back well, on either, his birthday. Well, that's why we did. That's what they did. Um, the the whole another tradition New is New Year's. Yeah. You're supposed to spend New Year's like the ca- countdown. That I get because there's this whole like praying. ooh New Year's. Uh, it's a new year. Like what's going to happen? And you it's know? not like you're praying for like. Well, you are kind of praying and trying to get a blessings for like the new year. But a lot of it is uh, kind of like maybe fear driven coming from a group of people who were oppressed uh, yeah. and uh, came from communism mm-hmm. and. Um, and so I think the, f- it's, it's always, they, that culture also always is like living in the fear and the fear is like that the, the second coming of Jesus is going to mm-hmm. be like tonight. So 20, I remember how, how 2020 was this like, no, 2000 or sorry. Yeah. 2000 Y2K. was like this, this oh like my crazy gosh, prepper yeah. thing that happened and you're talking about like the end times and rapturings and all the stuff. And then you better be praying your hardest, like at when the clock starts midnight. But it's interesting that they did the it for Christmas too. The world might shake, you know, that's yeah. what everybody thought is going to. Yeah. So you have to be praying. Mm-hmm. I just wonder why Christmas was such a big deal to be at church. Cause then we had like Christmas morning and then there was like a Christmas evening service too, because all you can't fit the whole program in, into the Christmas morning one. Correct. So like they extended it to Christmas um evening so it would be like okay you go to church you know you do your family thing like lunch and then by like five o'clock you're back at church yes so you spend the whole day just like sitting my neck hurts already from wearing a button-up like a suit (laughs) suit and a button-up shirt with a tie my neck already i don't know i don't know every guy has that neck problem pain from like wearing ties and like collared shirts with ties i'm the same i don't really like like i could do oh. this like a See, i just cracked my neck just by thinking am i it's called a mock neck or it's not like a turtleneck but mm-hmm. it kind of goes up I even even turtlenecks feel constricting to me like i have something about my neck i don't like <laughs> <laughs> you don't like getting strangled <laughs> it's like i need to like i feel like i can't breathe if i have like a turtleneck or like some kind of higher collar so I can, I can relate to that. Yeah. But to me, it's not like a claustrophobia. It's more of like this constricting because a turtleneck, it's it's elastic on you. Uh, a collared button-up shirt it's with a tie. It does, there's no... Um, there's no wiggle room. Yeah, relax. The only time it's a little bit comfortable is if you unbutton just the very top button and then you loosen the tie a little bit. So you kind of look like the... Uh, remember Michael Bublé's album back when he was Chubby Michael? He would, no. he, he would, Chubby Michael, Chubby Michael, Chubby, I don't remember that. Chubby Michael was a fuller, fluffier face. This is because before he became like this, like sex icon, but <laughs> he, uh, that's what he kind of did. He wore the, the, the black, uh, button up suit, white shirt, the whole Frank Sinatra kind of look, mm-hmm. but because he was fluffy, Michael, he had Didn't too he big of a neck. Come out? Well, he just unbuttoned the top thing and have like a, a, a messy, a messy, loose, uh, tie. Look. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. That's that's a uh, that's fluffy Michael, and then Michael lost a lot of weight, and then Michael became you know this sex icon. And <laughs> well, I, where has he been back nowadays? I feel like you don't really hear. It's true. You don't hear new. much about him. I, the last time I saw him, he was on the James Corbin show. Um, they were doing carpool karaoke. Corbin. Corbin. I say I Corbin. Like, Corbin I, doesn't sound. I, said, right. I did say Corbin, didn't I? Corden. James Corden, and the the Late Late Show. I think that's what it's called. And they were doing carpool karaoke, but that was couple of years ago. A while ago, ago yeah. I think he's producing bar, uh, different artists. I think that's oh, what he's doing. Oh, so he's not like doing his own. It's. Music. I think that's like a, re- a way to retire. Yeah. Like uh, Pharrell uh, did that, right? So Pharrell used to be an artist mm-hmm. and maybe he's still considered, but now he just is a producer. He produces other people's music. Uh, I was on The Voice. You got Jay-Z. He's he's producing other people's music. Mm, that you, makes uh, sense. It's I bet like you the Drake next is going to be the next one that's producing other people's music. That's, it's that's probably like an easier, yeah. It's a retirement way. Yeah. It's like you're making money off of other people yeah. who's on the come up. You don't up. have to like tour. You, you don't don't have, do yeah. That. That's things. By makes the way, sense. I know we're going to talk about Christmas stuff, but touring is something that I've been recently like just because I was consuming like stand-up comedians, but now we're talking about musicians as well. And you and I, you've, you and I have taken enough flights that we we know how uncomfortable just a, a two-leg flight is, that 
when these celebrities are flying well don't they do like a bus tour bus listen they some do some do but still on a tour bus unless you really hate your family dynamic then you don't you'd rather just party on the road all the time that's a different story but mm -hmm. Like stand up comics, what they're doing always is like they'll fly, they'll do like three weeks straight. So we saw Whitney coming. So Whitney flew into stand up comedian, flew into Boise for two days, did two days worth of shows. The next day flew to Seattle for one or two days. And then from there flew to whatever, Arizona or New York. They're just hopping around like that. And they're some of them always fly first class, but it doesn't matter first class or not. Like you're on the plane every other day hmm. that i can't imagine how much money you have to be making in order to be like no no this is cool this is fine i'll do it <laughs> i it, I, used I don't to, like flying enough I, to do and i don't know if anybody does like flying like if they do they're probably like amish and they haven't been on an airplane yeah. ever you just do it it's like i guess it has to be worth it yeah and that's maybe i've never I been think. in first class maybe that's another that's thing. A true it's a whole different story have you ever been in first class no I haven't. i've never been in, we should do the next trip first class didn't you say the last trip? <laughs> yeah, no, but we have to, I think, book them in advance. Yeah, now, you true. can't just show and be like, oh, well, unless you have like, um, like a mileage or what is it called? Like miles or like a program, uh, then they'll bump you up to first yeah. class. Yeah. Like my mom texted me. We got bumped up to first class. It was so nice. Mm -hmm. What a nice surprise. What a nice surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, Going back to anyway, you veered off. Well, I'm sorry. It was quite like a, it, these are natural segues, and then we come back. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> how do a, we come back though this to is the tradition? This is how our our uh, road trips take. We take we take the scenic route, and then we see a detour, and then we get back on. the Actually, scenic we route. don't. <laughs> we all know. Your mission is to have like one stop, yes. pee break, and that's yes. it. Yes. I when it comes to road trips, I treat it like the Formula One racetrack where they have to shave off seconds yes. off of each lap. <laughs> <laughs> so if you stop, you have to make up for that stop. Correct. Later down the With road. extra yeah. 12 miles an hour <laughs> on the speed limit. That's exactly the oh, way I like man. to do it. You do. I'm like, I could totally take like eight stops and be completely fine. Really? Yeah. Well, you know why? Because you're not driving and you're the one that's just sitting there reading True. a book. No, I've driven though. Like when we do like, I mean like long road trips. Yeah. Seattle? Yeah. You've driven for the last no. hour and a half. No. <laughs> yes, you have. And you did that twice, I think, ever. Speaking of Seattle, uh -huh. back to traditions <laughs> where we grew up as kids. Okay. Good segue. So, um, yeah, so we did the church thing. Uh, and then the Christmas program is not like the Christmas programs that you hear, like, at the churches here. Like, here the Christmas program is like, you have the kids' little choir comes out. You have the adult choir. Maybe they did something. Over orchestra, there, orchestra, yeah, orchestra, like, something festive. They're Christmassy songs. Here, the way we grew up, we didn't have Christmassy songs. I mean, we maybe have two, but then everything is just. So this is funny. I don't think a lot of people know this, but in the Russian, Ukrainian churches, people, if you wanted to, by the way, and a lot of people wanted to, like perform in church, and by perform, we, we're talking about sing a song, uh, like a duet or a solo, uh, recite a poem, because. The Russian Ukrainian culture is a very poetic culture. They, mm -hmm. There's a lot of um, uh, poets that came uh, out of the the communist. It mostly, it was singing was the most singing of the poems, uh, all that stuff. And uh, people would would uh, send in a little note, note the day of, and they would well the service of. Yeah, You're so in the like service. the service is like starting. Yes, and you would write the little note. It looked like a note you'd pass off in school. Like It looked yeah. like a Chinese fortune cookie. Like That's yes. how small the note is. And I would say the name, and they would say... The uh, song. The song. The name of the song. Um, or they'll just say like the name of the person, and then it says poem. Yeah. And then you you tap the person in front of you, <laughs> you in the move. pew, this and you so give it to them. School. Yep, and then they grab it, and then they, pa they tap the next person. They, they just keep passing this note yeah. as if it's like you're passing a note to your crush in school. Mm -hmm. And then that ends up being ends up in the pastor or the deacon's hand who is basically leading this whole like mm -hmm. uh, uh, pr program. program show. And I mean, keep in mind, this is usually how every service kind of works. And he usually sits in the very, very front row because he has to kind of get up. And he he's, like, makes a schedule. He's, he's almost emceeing the thing as well. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to have he, him. As he has a, to go up on stage and yes. say... Next, Next up, we have yeah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 performing or singing this song. Mm -hmm. And then that's crazy. I forgot about that, too. Mm -hmm. I will say in the church I grew up, it was a little bit different because we I mean, they did perform all Christmas songs. But I was I will say the the morning service was like 90 percent kid service. 
Yes, the morning hours. Yeah, the yeah. The, the youth. So and the, it would be yeah. like all they would have like, and it would be like by families. So they would like announce a family. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have this? They would say like, now the Mizukin family is going to uh-huh. perform. And sometimes it was one kid. Sometimes it was like what would four we do kids. If right now we have so we have a family of uh, <laughs> five. Like, what would be like the Mizukin family? What, what are we? What would we be performing? We would probably do the floss or something. The f- <laughs> <laughs> this, this is to this is thanks to baby Jesus yeah. for being born. This is our floss, yeah. <laughs> coordinated floss. No. Oh, like a jingle bell yeah. thing. Like so. Jingle so one bells. like jingle bell and then a jingle bell, jingle bell rock. <laughs> jingle bell. Also, no dancing was allowed. No. Back. A straight, a straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> straight oh to hell. man. Do you remember that scene from uh, Parks and Rec where the um, the people came from Spain. Oh no, uh, Ecuador. They came from yes. Ecuador, and they're talking about how in Ecuador our parts. It was are so what's his name, Fred. Fred. Um, uh, Fred. Uh, uh, he's from from. Uh, uh, Fred Arm. 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 Armistead or something. Armistead. No, is that well? Right? It's it's the guy who is in Portlandia. Armistead. Yes, like, yeah. I can't remember. And his I want to say NS- SNL maybe as well. Mm-hmm. But, he was SNL. But uh, they were like <laughs> they're bragging about the uh, the how nice the the parks are in, in Ecuador and yeah. in Spain and whatnot. And uh, what was that going with this? I don't know. Oh, 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 yeah. They're saying like in our country, you you litter straight to jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're talking about <laughs> you, going to jail. You, 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 you raise your voice outside, straight to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> you put on your Christmas lights too early, straight to jail. So <laughs> straight here. It's like you it. dance straight in church, to jail. straight to hell. You have drums in the background, straight, straight to, to hell. <laughs> That's how we grew up, folks. Mm-hmm. That's how we grew up. And you yeah, didn't but question would, it. You didn't, you question, didn't question it. it. But no. it was um, by family. So, like, they would announce a family and whatever. You could have, like, two songs and a poem. Or you could have just one song. So, like, each family could just do whatever they wanted to do on stage. Mm. It's basically a big, like... <laughs> it's a free-for-all. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to be mean or rude to say this, but... It was a big show-off thing. It was. But they disguised everything off as, like... This is We're our gift to the this, Lord. Yeah. This is our worship to the Lord. And I'm like, wait a second. Your worship to the Lord would be different. Like, just spend some time in prayer, like, give sacrificially, all this yeah. other stuff. But it's like, we're all going to dress it up, was, go on stage, and like, sing a pretty song to show up how good we all sing. Yeah. Like, we have to do this. But it was, like, part of the tradition. It yeah. was, you had, like, you practiced for months with your family, mm-hmm. whatever you guys decided to do. And then, obviously, there was, like, a kid's choir, too, that came out that they was part of the sunday school that they practiced for months doing and then there was some kind of like uh teenage orchestra and choir yeah too. of course yeah mm-hmm. all these small little programs and in the evening it was more like adults would do the same thing yep they have the little program of singing and my uh my grandmother passed away uh well how many months ago like probably last spring right mm-hmm. that i went to seattle for the funeral and at the wake it was like because the wake was at the the church, right? <clears throat> and uh, that wasn't me getting emotional. That was just me clearing my throat. <laughs> and uh, that wake was at the church, and they had all the family members and distant relatives and distant even friends of the family. And even then, they still kind of performed the same way. It's like, hey, I want to do a poem. Hey, I want to do a solo uh, song. She's not listening to your poem. Like, yeah. What are we doing this Who for? Are, you? Yeah. are we just trying to She's fill time? Not listening. Are we trying to fill time? Probably. But it is. I think a lot of it is this like showy, which sounds bad, but it's not. Like it's just a showy culture of like you dress up and you have this like performance that yeah. you do. Yeah. And it's the same thing at weddings. People love yeah. performing at weddings. And they'll bring their yeah. I have a gift for you. We want to sing it. You we a want song. to sing a gift. And I'm like, hey, give me a hundred yeah. bucks to Bed Bath and Beyond for my wedding gift. How about that? Don't sing me a song. Remember, Musti Lubi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Russian song. <laughs> Do you remember that song? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> you, you went to a place I never thought we'd ever go. <laughs> I went there. Oh. Do you? What is the translation? By the way, every song, well, must they Bridges be, of is Love? Bridges of Love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're like, this is my song to Jesus. And it's like, <laughs> Bridges of Love. Well, that was like a wedding song. Oh, yeah. because oh, it's Remember? like, okay, I got you. I got you. It was, a, it was at weddings. I every wedding I went yeah. to, they had that song. Somebody sang it. And they're always, and the thing is like, uh, people don't understand. Again, coming from an oppressive culture that c- came from the Cold War and s- the Soviets and communism and dictatorships yeah, and all, all the, 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 
the what are they, what did uh, under Stalin's reign? What is it? Three million Ukrainians starved to death. Like it's, it's a, a very yeah. dark culture. And they so, had, they dealt with a lot. Yeah. For and sure. so celebration was not something that they're good at. Like Mexicans are really good at celebrating. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it comes from. Is it comes from poverty? And you're like, let's live today, kind of like the Israelis. Like they they party, they celebrate. Um, I don't know. That's very true. I didn't think of it that way. We our cultures don't tend to be happy cultures even like i remember one time i visited ukraine and they told us you guys we know you're americans because of your smiles you guys are always smiling Mm. you guys have american smiles and we're like this is kind of sad it's very sad you have american smiles (laughs) but it's very true i think it's like a very you you're very quiet you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be reserved you don't like laugh too much you don't celebrate too hard or else why straight to hell straight to hell (laughs) Straight to hell. Straight to hell. Yeah, that's exactly the case. And so um, I, I wish our culture had a lesson in celebration of a little bit after the fall of communism and after yeah. people, it, at, at least at the very least, when you move to the United States, you should be taught how to celebrate. Yes. Yeah. To Adopt, celebrate life. Yeah. At least. Create a new culture mm-hmm. of like still remembering what you came from, but like also be, yeah, celebrate that you're now like the reason we came, you guys came to the states was for freedom mm-hmm. so celebrate that yes i don't know but i guess easier said than done do you know we didn't why grow they, up that know, way well do you know why they're not celebrating is because and i think this happens with every <clears throat> culture um whether it's um uh, i think every culture likes to stick together wherever they move to mm-hmm. because especially the older people they're the the the, the older generation they don't, they're not good at evolving, especially when you're an adult, right? So if you, you're set in your ways, you're yeah. kind of set in your ways. And a lot of it is mindset as well. If you're one that cherishes, cherishes a tradition, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you're placed on earth. You're always going to try to find those groups that you're going to relate to and uphold and keep those traditions. And you might veer off and get lenient, lenient maybe by like one to 2%. Mm-hmm. The younger generation is a little bit different. They're more adaptive, right? So that's why they adapt to language a little bit easier. They adapt to style a little bit different. They adapt to culture a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the problem that ends up happening is when we, when our parents moved here, they found those communities, right? That they based off their age groups and something that's more like home. And these are these Russian Ukrainian churches mm-hmm. and they stay there. Right. And so when you show up, everybody acts the exact same way. You know, uh, they're mourning something. They're sad. They're they're not happy. They're not celebrating mm-hmm. anything. They're just they're just constantly at a state of funeral. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, versus uh, you have those people move to the States and they just kind of go, hey, just try to blend into the culture that's here. And you might have some Hispanic neighbors and you might have prime example. You and I are, what is our last house that we lived in? We had those Hispanic neighbors to the side of us. And like they invited me over. I think I came with Jack or whoever it was. But they invited me over for like one of their kids' birthday party. Like majority of them didn't speak English that well. And they just like fed they me Mexican food. Like and they had this friends. music. Yeah. Well, they're making friends. But they're also like, hey, we're having a party. Come over to our party. Yeah. And so they're giving me like Mexican food, Mexican beers. They're they're having music blaring. Like it was cool. Like they're just truly celebrating. Mm-hmm. And nobody felt weird. And I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I think going to ha- I think community is great overall. But sometimes when I think, you're exclusive, yes. it becomes yes. um, a negative thing. You yeah. stay in what that thousands of years of evolution of that culture mm-hmm. has been part of, in which the Russian-Ukrainian culture has, has spent a fair amount of time in, in darkness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's not a lot to celebrate there and there's not a lot of to evolve from there. Right. Yeah, I could see that, especially when you come to the States when you're much older yeah once you're past why would i need to yeah adapter well if i have my kids who can translate for me and you know i'm in this like community of people where we all speak the same language you don't have to like assimilate and and some people i'm sure they want to they're more i don't know if the word is progressive because i don't think the word is progressive but they want to progress and evolving into like this new culture that they're part of in the states um but they don't even though they want to is because they they are still in that community so they're they're almost being judged by other people and so you have this internal gauge that you're like okay no no no, they're considering Mm. me as a reckless one right Mm. now i shouldn't do that and yeah it's hard i agree with like 
trying to preserve where you came from and your culture and like be appreciating, you know, where everything that you were or where you, where you came from so you don't forget it. I love that or like even keeping the language. But when you're only wrapped up in that and you, you start becoming this like exclusive bubble where when people are viewing you from the outside, they're like they're not I don't know, you seem like you're better. You come across as being better than, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um That's how I always felt it whenever I felt like um my friends and I would be somewhere and we would be talking in um russian mm -hmm. and there's like other friends there Let's that be can't honest, speak ukrainian don't even try to pull that card you're ukrainian <laughs> through and through but i spoke mostly russian um no we uh, both mm -hmm. ukrainian and russian like a mix but I, all my friends were like mostly russian um but it'd be this thing like if we'd be at the store and we didn't want somebody to like understand what we were saying about them we would start start talking to russian and ukrainian and it was oh. like it's like becoming this thing you of like cool negativity yeah, yeah like the mean girls and the uh. and like ugh, i just don't thinking back i'm like if we used that not as like this community thing it was more like oh we're gonna talk about bad about somebody because it's kind we of can. Like, it's kind <laughs> of like i remember my cousins again they all spoke russian we all did and so we did the same thing but they still <laughs> did it when, when you speak pig latin <laughs> and you're trying to like yes. you're amongst your other russian friends and you're like obviously understanding each other and then some asshole whips out pig latin yeah. and, and you have your other cousin that knows pig latin or understands yeah, pig latin and you're like, oh, I, remember, I remember learning pig latin how do you learn it i never got the gist of it do you just kind of figure out how to dissect or no, decode or uh, there's actually you words take, oh gosh so you take the first letter of the word and put it at the end first of letter the word. of the word so elephant so t it'd be like elephant a or something but like why so would it be elephant and not left left well elephant left hold on a second you said you take the last letter no the first letter of the okay. word and okay. put it at the end of the wor uh, word ah lefente yeah oh Get i it? see yeah it. Or like the sound. It doesn't even have to be the letter. It's like the sound, the first sound, and you put it at the end. Do you, is this just completely made up? It's so made up. It's completely made up. <laughs> Somebody was like, ooh, this would be a fun language. Hey, imagine putting that on your LinkedIn profile. That's why it's called profile. Pig Latin because yeah. it's literally <laughs> imagine garbage. Imagine on your LinkedIn profile. Uh, <laughs> uh, efficient and proficient in Excel, uh, Word, and Pig Latin. Pig Latin. <laughs> Stupid idiot. <laughs> oh, man. And I remember... And I worked 12 years at Starbucks. Me. Yeah. <laughs> As an adult. Idiot. Pig Latin, man. I forgot about that. Yeah, but, man, the traditions... That was a, an interesting one because I, I, going back to, like, going to church, you just never felt this uh, um, sense of this is, a like, a family a holiday where you could be with your family and spend time with them. It never felt that way on Christmas day for me. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, Hey, what we, so what we do in the last couple of years in our, in the Mizuki family. Wait, before we go there, yeah. did you guys do anything Christmas Eve? No, which it's interesting. Because that is weird because that's the first time you cried when we got married. Yeah. Was so Christmas Eve was our big day. You cried. That's the first time I saw you cry when we got married. We were living in Seattle at Bellevue, and we I, I just finished uh, school. Uh, we were also moving out. And we're moving out of our apartment. We're living, um, our lease was now like a month to month at that point for like two or three months. And uh, we, were we, were we were leaving the day after Christmas. The day the after 26th. Christmas, yep. Yeah. And so we're spending Christmas Eve cleaning the apartment. I was cleaning the toilet. And to me, I was like, well, it was the shower. Okay. The no, it was the whole bathroom. <laughs> and, we, you know, we're, we're both equally, you know, cleaning and organizing and packing. Mm -hmm. I think I was packing uh, the truck and you're cleaning. And you automatically, I was like, there's these, like this body language of like, you're kind of being short with me. You're not really talking. And I'm like, what is she's, what's up with her? Like it. Because I'm thinking tomorrow's Christmas. I'm not even thinking about, is there something off today? And then finally, like, you broke and you said what it is. You're like, today's Christmas Eve and I'm cleaning. And I was like, I had no idea Christmas Eve is such a big deal mm -hmm. to you. Like, in our family, it was always like... Because didn't do anything. That was in Jack's squad. It was just the That's 24th. That was just the 24th. Yeah. 
you know, and we didn't, you know, I mean, keep in mind, we also didn't watch Christmas movies. Yeah. We didn't have a open up one gift today, one the rest tomorrow. We didn't mm-hmm. do that kind of stuff. So to me, I'm like, yeah, you're doing everything you can today so you can f- get ready for tomorrow, tomorrow. Christmas. Yeah. That was my perspective. It's, let's get as much work done today so tomorrow is Christmas. Do we don't have to do anything and we can't do anything because it's Christmas and we have 12 church services. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So, um, but for me. So you cried. And I was like, I never want to see her cry again. And I ran to the store, whatever was open. It was like six o'clock. 30 minutes before they closed. And I got an eggnog basically before they're locking up the place. And I brought the eggnog back and I was like, okay, we're going to drink eggnog. We're going to watch Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because I don't even like eggnog. It was a really sweet gesture. Yeah. Because you didn't, we didn't know each other that <laughs> and, well yet. And I'm sure that's what caused your stomach pain too. <laughs> Probably. But it was it was a really sweet gesture because you're like, I don't know what to do. And I gifted you a child that night. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Jack was conceived that night. One of those days. <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> see? Christmas Eve or So Christmas see, day, I did I get remember. you something yeah. for Christmas Eve. You are so nice. Pregnancy but- <laughs> within the first year of marriage. <laughs> what a gift what a gift <laughs> blessings blessings Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. <laughs> oh um, that's great but so like when i was growing up christmas eve was the big thing in our family because my parents i mean i will give them credit here because we have we're at church all of sunday or not sunday christmas morning christmas day mm-hmm they were like, well, let's do something fun Christmas Eve. And so my whole family got together, like my our side, and then my mom has one brother, and we'd always get together with their family. And we'd do this big, and my grandparents, we'd do this big Christmas dinner at like five or something. And then we all open presents together on Christmas Eve. And so it would be like the kids open presents and then even the adults would open presents. So we actually did all of our present opening on Christmas Eve. Nice. And so Christmas morning, we'd have to worry about like the mad rush of opening gifts, going straight to church. So that's why I think it was in my mind. It's like it was like such an important day. Um, so it was like, oh, we're not doing anything. I'm just going to sit here and clean. And I think also like I lived in Idaho since I was seven and being away from my family, like my family kind of, I guess. And we hadn't started our own family yet, quite yet. Yeah. Maybe that night. I was working on it that night. <laughs> um, you didn't give me a chance. It was like, I just felt homesick, not homesick. That's not the right word. I, it was like, it's such a holiday where you're around so many people mm. usually that it was like just the two of us. It was quiet. You know, I'm used to like the chaos of so many things going on Yeah, that it just felt weird and i was like i'm i just miss doing something like a tradition and obviously now we started our own and i love that we have i mean the whole week of christmas you're right (laughs) stuff that we do it but yeah that was the reason it was like kind of hard for me well you start christmas way earlier you're doing like pajama christmas movies with the girls yeah like i mean we do all, in yeah. october <laughs> yeah. we put the tree up before thanksgiving we even did. this year I, th- I just feel like it goes by so fast i want to start as early as possible <laughs> and that's a good perspective yeah. i have no objections to getting yeah. an early start yeah. on things i don't I love I, especially as our kids are getting older and i'm starting to enjoy more of these cr- christmas traditions with them because they understand them and they love them too Mm -hmm. and so like now the this is the first year we actually took our kids ice skating outside and it was really twice yeah yeah. and it it was fun to be able to do like these things that i used to do as a kid with our kids right but you didn't do those things with your parents let's go oh you did really Mm -hmm. man you had a way better childhood yeah my parents they did a good job of like trying to um we didn't have like like a tradition of going ice skating or a tradition of going to look at lights. But every once in a while, like my parents would be like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And so mm-hmm. I don't remember it, like anything specifically being a tradition. But I think they really tried to give us like a fun experience during Christmas. And this is just you and your family. This just is not us. like uncles or no, cousins. No, this was my, just my parents. Yeah, we, we, we did ice skating. We did, we'd go look at lights here and there. I feel like, especially as I got a little bit older, I think there's um, a huge lesson to be learned. And I think we, every couple that starts a family 
has to learn this that I think we learned only a f five years ago, maybe that there has to have to come a time in, in your family, your immediate family, right? Like just you and your kids, right? Where you're like, you enjoy and look forward to an intentional of making time for them going and doing stuff. Yeah. You can't go and do stuff because other people are yes. coming. Yes. And I think my parents did that. Oh, it was like if they got invited somewhere, so that's when they were the going. Only, I probably went camping maybe twice as a kid. And it's because other people were camping. So we got invited. Mm -hmm. uh, the only time we went to go to watch some kind of scenic thing, like the waterfalls in, in Washington, were because we got invited by somebody else mm. to go join the thing or or put together by it. It was never like, hey, except Just maybe the, the park. I think when my parents are getting a little bit older, they're like, let's go for a walk at the park. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, by I, then you're I'm like, I don't want to go. We've never <laughs> done this. Years old. I'm 16 years old. Like, I want to go talk to chicks. What the fuck? What I the can drive. I want to go to a park with my, my, my parents. parents. Go for on a Friday. For a <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> on a Friday after. That ship has sailed. You should have cultivated that like young enough yeah, that we we're like, like six. Hey, on Fridays, we go get ice cream, go yeah. for a walk in the park. Yeah. That's fine. Don't don't invite <laughs> me to a park now that you have nothing to do. Oh, I love it. Creep. Creeps. Just, just your parents and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to go talk to chicks, Dad. Gosh, Dad, don't ruin my life. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. I think the more we do that, the more I st I realize our kids like appreciate just our family time. Yeah. Like before, even like a year ago, they'd be like, "Who's coming?" If I told mm -hmm. them we're going somewhere, or are we going with somebody? And it'd be like, no. And then they'd be like, oh, man, why? Can we invite somebody to come with us? I'm mm -hmm. like, why? Is it so hard for you to enjoy? But because now we do it a lot more often, I'll, they'll sometimes ask, like, oh, is it just us going? I'm like, yep. They're like, okay. Yeah. I'm like. You know, the big eye opener for you me. You love us. Yeah. Yes. The, the first eye opening for that for me was, like I said, about five or six years ago, we had some friends that joined us. Maybe it was five. I don't think it was. Uh, when we went either, we went to your parents' cabin. Yeah. And we had some friends come and those friends, um, instead of staying till Sunday, I think they had to take off Saturday. And that was like two years ago. Maybe three. Maybe three. Because it was three. before Harper. And it has to have been three. And it was definitely before Harper. It was. Yeah, yeah. She's only a year and a half. <laughs> but I remember that they took off and we were going to take off and I was we weren't even pregnant with Harper. No. And I remember going, hey, why don't we just stay one more day just as a family? And I think that is when... It was like a it, turning point. For me internally to intentionally yeah. make time for just the family thing. And not make it weird where like we'll go to the cabin, but it's just us. Or go yeah. um, on a trip and it's just us. It's, it, I, think that's I think it's probably one of the most important things I've I learned as, as a parent. I agree. Because then it's like obviously super intentional, but then you everybody learns to like have a good time together mm -hmm. and you start i i appreciate it a lot but i also grew up doing a lot of that with my family so i think it was always something in my in my mind yeah to do but i do like that and i think our it was kind of hard at first because they'd be like oh i want somebody to come and now it's like yeah. nope it's us. We're yeah. going. Because like, if you okay. don't cultivate that, all of a sudden, you're going to turn 16. Your parents ask if you can go for a walk in the park. <laughs> you're going to be look at them like On they're... a Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Weirdos. Mm -hmm. So what has been, like, in our family, your fa one of your favorite traditions? For Christmas? Yeah. That we've been doing. That we've been doing. Um, I, or one that you want to start. Uh, well, let me see. I'll Maybe as I start talking, I'll come up with some that I would like to start. But... I I do enjoy the way the pace that we make uh, Christmas morning. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel rushed. Um, I enjoy that we go up to uh, the cabin because it's always there's snow there always in the winter time. Mm -hmm. So you're almost guaranteed a, for a white Christmas. Um, we usually go there like after we open presents. After you know in the afternoon after they open the presents and we just kind of chilled out and cleaned up and not rushed. I enjoy. Um, I enjoy going to like watch, you know, intentionally going to find Christmas lights to go look, mm -hmm. um, you know, whether it's like a park that was decorated or some kind of, I think one year we drove around to find out where all the Christmas lights. Because they have like a map now a map. where mm -hmm. you can follow and there's mm -hmm. some that have like the, 
the music to the lights, which I, I think is I, really fun. I exceptionally like the exceptionally, exceptionally, or especially, especially probably the word I would, <laughs> should use. I was exceptionally one of your word of the day. No, it was not. What's it's your word of the day? I didn't have one today. <gasps> Darn. Uh, we'll get one. I I I really like that we do like a lot of the Home Alone marathons every year. Mm-hmm. So we get to go through all those. Uh, which is kind of like reliving your childhood a little bit, though I didn't really watch it with my parents. It was like, that's the movie that was around that was when, the I was, movie, when we were yeah. kids. It was the Christmas movie. I like that. Um, I don't know. I think I would like to do some kind of a breakfast thing for like Christmas morning. I think you did the, the, the cinnamon rolls mm-hmm. the last couple of years, but I don't really eat that eat. kind of stuff. So maybe like a, a nicer breakfast, maybe. I don't know. Um, I am going to make homemade cinnamon rolls this year. It's on my agenda. Yeah. Why the homemade cinnamon rolls? Because they're better. The Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, they're like, first of all, they're tiny. And then they just aren't like the fluffy. We can go to Cinnabon right here. and then (laughs) Should I get some on Christmas Eve and then just reheat them? I I also think. I don't know. For me, I want to create this like, I remember my mom making homemade cinnamon rolls in the morning. From like, I want my kids to remember. So that. you're you're com- completely comfortable knowing that you're adding this every well, year. Well, you make them the response. day before. Yeah, but you're gonna do that every year. Yeah, you're okay with that. Yeah. So see, it's interesting between. I already struggled or suffered through Christmas cookies. Uh huh. And they will remember it forever. Oh, I I don't remember your Christmas cookies anymore. No, no. I mean, when's the last time you did your Christmas cookies? Oh, like what did we just decorate? I just decorated. Oh, I made them. I made them from scratch. Hey, I don't. Okay, okay, here's the thing. Jack didn't like them because they're sugar cookies, right? It's not about eating them. It's okay? about decorating. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Why knows. Why don't we just get? Play-Doh you don't <laughs> and then just put sprinkles on Because who even likes sugar cookies? Nobody. Then why are we wasting time? Because they're the only them? ones you can decorate. Because it's fun. That, okay, so you and I have. You know, we haven't done yet what? this year. What? Uh, the gingerbread house decorating, which is actually kind of fun. It is. That's another one that I was like, this thing sucks because you don't eat it. And I think I'd be far more for these things if they were good and you got to... There's no point of it. Here's what I'll say. You You eat eat while you decorate. Do you remember your um, delicious cookies that you make? You used to... Chocolate chocolate chip chip cookies that you made. And I don't remember the secret ingredient was like applesauce or something like that. Pudding. You had pudding in there. If you incorporated those, right, maybe larger, like in a dessert plate, kind of like a large cookie, right? Like chip cookie. While you're making. And, and then decorate that. You can't. That's the thing, though. You can't decorate a, f- a chocolate chip cookie. But then I, you would Jack, actually eat Jack it. asked me that same question. He's like, Mom. That's a logical Why did you make boy. sugar cookies? I, nobody. I don't like them. I'm not going to eat them. Yeah. And he's like, can you make chocolate chip ones? I'm like, yeah, but we can't. You can't decorate. You can't put like frosting on a chocolate chip cookie because they're not smooth so we're making stuff that we're not eating yeah that's you do it for fun and then you throw it why away. not just draw a cookie that you want to decorate <laughs> not the same here's what they, they had do. a lot of fun yeah, sure because you gave them sprinkles and yeah, frosting that's that's the point give them a piece of paper some spring some wax paper <laughs> some frosting and some sprinkles and i guarantee they're gonna have as much fun cutting your energy level in half like, True. Like, just get him glitter. You're all about getting yourself more chores and responsibilities, and I'm all to about make taking them have some, fun. taking things off of my list. It's because I'm. I want to do all these traditions so badly. Oh, you want this? <laughs> and t- in order to make a tradition, it has to be homemade. <laughs> so the cookies are not for them; they're for I you. I think it's like from watching so many of those feel-good um, Christmas movies. Where they make all the yeah, but how about have you ever seen them eat them? <laughs> no, because they're never eaten. Such a waste. You know, I actually saw the somebody cinema, do. Uh, they're the, like the, a, a gingerbread hack for the when you get the kit. Okay. Instead of using um, frosting, literally just use super or not super glue, hot glue. Yeah. <laughs> glue it together yeah. because you're not going to eat it anyway. Yeah. So just glue it. A hundred percent. Which I'm like, genius. A hundred percent. You know the ones that don't hold? And I don't know if we did this. They or never hold. We tried. I think you tried having like a nicer frosting or something like that. And this still doesn't work. It, yeah. Well, the nicer frosting, meaning like you would actually eat it. Yeah. But oh, that stuff doesn't hold no, it. No. I think the point of it is while you're making, creating this gingerbread house, you just, your kids are eating the sprinkles and licking the frosting as they're doing it. So they don't have to eat the dang thing after anyway they've already eaten their weight in sugar here's what i propose we (laughs) 
get them the fine the gingerbread house is fine because it it has no energy on your behalf except made. you yeah. have to help them make, make it that's yeah. the annoying part yeah. for me i'm all for I they're think if making we just glue all the pieces together beforehand and then they decorate it and then they decorate okay cool as i'm good for with that as long as your cookies that you make are something that we're eating while we're doing that. <laughs> Deal. It's such an annoying thing to go okay, out fine. of your way. We'll, we'll adjust our tradition. We made gingerbread houses every year every year with our parents while eating chocolate chip cookies. That was the tradition. There we go. That's, the That's what they're going to tell all their friends yeah. growing up. Mm -hmm. Double the dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Double the dessert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so those are the ones I like. Uh, yeah. What about you? Are you yawning right now? I was catching my breath. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, I'm trying to think. I really like, I do, I think Christmas morning is my favorite because we didn't do that like we just mentioned. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we spent their time trying to not to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do the Christmas morning thing. And so when we first got married, you know, obviously we don't have kids. And then our kids were really little. And then, but we still tried, I remember, to do like Christmas mornings, but it just wasn't the same. Do and you then, remember the the disclaimer I had to give our kids Christmas morning when they finally started understanding words? Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, no throwing fits, no crying over your stuff. Like, Yeah. Well, because the first year I remember where they were kind of both old enough to kind of get it, but, but still were young where they couldn't control their emotions. I remember that it was like the first house that we bought. Um, one of them got a bike and I think it was Jack. Mm -hmm. Got like his very first bike. Remember his little one? Mm -hmm. His little white one. Um, and then Beckham got something else. But they both like lost it right after opening presents because they were so overwhelmed stimulated, with like stim yeah. overstimulated, overwhelmed. They couldn't, didn't know what to do with their emotions. And we're like, is this what this is? Because <laughs> I don't like it. But then as they got older, I started re like really enjoying like this last Christmas, probably last year was my favorite morning because it was... We woke up, you know, the kids obviously woke up before us, but waited. They didn't like, they just sat by the tree looking at all our presents, put them in piles. Right. <laughs> this is for me. Mm -hmm. This is for mom. This is for Jeff. Anyway. And then, um, you know, we got downstairs. We sat on the couch and the boys like opened their presents or we all kind of took turns opening mm -hmm. presents. And it was so fun because they're old enough to l understand. Okay. It's dad's turn now. It's mom's turn now. And they and they're just as excited to see our presents as they are to open theirs, yeah. and I just I loved it. There's like something the, that happens that with new first time parents that it it's with Christmas, it's with Easter egg hunts, it's with camping for the first time. You want it to expectation levels are really high. Yeah, yeah, you're you're dealing with a bunch of zoo animals, <laughs> and you do you have these like expectations of how things are gonna go, and then nothing happens like you thought it would. Yeah, and, and now you're, you're day like, drinking. Yeah. <laughs> now you're having your seventh mimosa and <laughs> things <I've> are never <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to see you after a seven oh mimosas. Oh my gosh, I would not. By noon. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I can only imagine. But I, I, think, I think that's what I loved about last year. That I, I didn't feel like I came with like any kind of expectations. It was just like, let's do this. And everything felt so easy and yeah. fun. And we got to record the kids opening. Stop yawning. That's like your eighth yawn in a span I'm, of a minute i'm sorry if kyle and i had a very busy day today we even started work an hour early and tried to <laughs> which make is what 9 30 <laughs> believe this 10 we work extra hard <laughs> before we start at 9 30 <laughs> extra early huh? uh. <laughs> i don't feel we're appreciated here. you guys are the best um i think I did like this year also, even though both I, the first ice, ice skating trip was fun. The second one, um, one of our kids wasn't feeling well. And so, or two of them actually, two yeah. out of the three were not feeling well. And, and so, you somehow still like pressure these kids into going. I know. I was like, Jack, just try it. Just, I'm like, why? Why can't we? Like, they're not feeling good. We're going to be know. miserable. Because I knew like home. this is probably the, one of the only times we'll go this year. Which is great because we don't have to get a season pass to go <laughs> ice skating. In I know a that's why I wanted him to try it, just because I'm like, we're not going to come back here. Yeah, and let's it's fine. like we're already here. Let's was, just. What, do you, let me ask you this: Was it worth it? Yeah, it was still worth yeah. it. Yeah, I think as he had a good time. Miserable as he felt. 
Yeah. Uh, well, he only did like a couple laps, but yeah. he, I think he he enjoyed okay. that he got to experience it a little bit. I am on a new journey of not arguing with you about things that <laughs> you want to do with the kids. As long as I'm not being forced to be part of this. You don't have thing. to like So the ice skating put was in one that of them. Work. Ice yeah. skating was one of them. I was like, "Hey, I don't want to be here. They don't want to be here. You want to be here. I'll come here. Don't make me ice skate." Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind ice skating. You stay with the baby. But if I'm already tired, I'll stay with the baby. Yeah. And I liked it. Me and Harper were walking in circles. Then we found some beer. She didn't have any, but I definitely did. <laughs> and then we just kept walking. She had some snacks. It was, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Those emo- memories yeah. are nice. Not when you're like, hey, like I remember I was irritated because I was hanging Christmas lights, which I really hate putting Christmas lights on because it's another chore for me to do. And I couldn't get somebody to come do them this year. Oh, I called like five yeah. different places. Nobody so, was available. So I'm hanging Christmas lights. And of course, I'm making it in that like aesthetically appealing way where you have to hang each light symmetrically on the gutter in the and clip. And like straight. Upright, yeah. yeah. So they're not before the cheap way or the, the poor, like the lazy way is you string them. And then like every like two feet, you put them on a, on a clip and clip yes. them to the gutter. And then they just are they going just, all different directions. Right. And I want to be symmetrical. So I'm hanging them up. I'm blowing fuses. I'm trying to troubleshoot and trying to figure out where to connect them and all this stuff, like through cables. And then you're like, hey, we're going uh, ice skating. And I'm like, I've been driving through seven stores trying <laughs> to find Christmas lights because everybody's out, the ones that you want. And I finally track them. And then now you want me to go ice skating too. Like, I'm not doing this. And so you're like. <laughs> that was the first time. That was the first time. And, and that yeah. was nice. You got to take them to go ice skating. I got to put Christmas lights up. And, I and got then to be have a little bit of peace and quiet for for twelve minutes <laughs> before we came. Because home. that's how long it took me, like the entire. They day. look really good. Thank you. I'm glad we went the warm, yes. the warm ones. Kyle so never cool. said anything about the frosty, the snowman, the inflatable. Outside. Dang. I'm actually pretty proud of that thing. It's cool. It's eight feet tall, Kyle. <laughs> Not impressed. I love the snowflakes, the projector too. You like the, that? See, I really see. I'm actually. Here's what I think, and I was. I don't know if I'm speaking too far ahead of myself, but. I'm kind of thinking I might take like Christmas decoration to, to a whole new level well, next year. Easy ah. puppet. I mean, not to next level, but like turn it into like a hobby where there's these really nice ones we can put like those. Uh, for example, I think our neighbors down the street have these um, like seven foot tall reindeer. Oh, I love those. But they're solid. They they're up. not inflatable. They're like they're yes. like the, and they they're, they're like, like a, wicker. They're yes. like white wicker yes. with lights uh-huh. on them. And one's grazing, one's standing, and then they have some like that. I it's, like those actually. It's the entire like Santa and the sleigh and the reindeers on the roof, like things like that. Ooh. Are you going to do a sign that says Santa stop Let's here. Let's go Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go Brandon. <laughs> yes, I think I'm going to do a, a big target on the mm-hmm. roof so target. Santa knows where to stop. I don't know. I don't know if I'm speaking to ahead. I don't know how busy I'm going to be next year. I think I might try to <laughs> That's fun. The kind of maybe be that guy. You know what's funny? It's um apparently our neighborhood has a contest of who uh like best decorated house. Interesting. So well, this you could is not be my, that guy that no, wins. Not this, uh, not this year. Next year. I'm, I'm too late, I'm too late for it. I think next year. I, I think I think the one tradition I'm actually really we've kind of started it, but not Christmas yet. Mm-hmm. But like I love when we do movies in our like living room area with the fireplace on mm-hmm. it's so cozy yeah it's like one of my favorite things now and so yeah. i feel like even during christmas like watching a christmas movie with the because it's like the real fireplace so yeah. we're putting like the logs in which by we i mean you yes but we <laughs> and i think the only way the idea of natural fireplaces are great the pain in the ass is trying to get it started all the time yeah i will say this this house has that uh it's a natural fireplace that has a gas line plumbed into it so you can quickly start it with just gas mm-hmm. and it's running the propane the natural gas in the house to burn it and then when it gets hot enough you just turn the gas off so you're not tinkering with anything right that's great the only sucky part still is that you have to sweep that place out it every, still gets dirty i haven't sweeped it out yet mm-hmm. and i don't know if you're looking for more responsibilities or more than welcome to take that part on oh uh, you know was, I, I wasn't looking that's fun okay well yeah i mean these are is there anything else that you feel like you like uh, that we do or should want to start doing oh the elf on the shelf that's a new one we just started <sighs> oh yeah elf on the shelf is that's another interesting one of like more chores for you but to do but wouldn't you say it's super cute even harper yes. every single time she she's one and a half mm-hmm. she comes in and she looks for it and then when she finds it 
she like points to it and goes, oh, yeah, 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 starts babbling about it. But she like doesn't that's know what great, it is. It's a great Harper impersonation. Speak clearly. I don't yes. know what you're saying. The only time she ever speaks super clearly is every once in a while. She'll You that's ask her a question, she'll go, yes. Yes. But it's really cute because she'll see him and she'll just like, she'll be so interested. Like, look, I found him. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I thought that was really cute. It's a cute idea. She doesn't. The hardest part is finding new unique places because I, I don't know if we should. I guess in my mind, I envisioned just him always bouncing around the living room, kitchen, dining area. But now I'm like, maybe we should venture into like different rooms of the house. We have 15 more days of before <laughs> I Christmas. I know, there's still a lot. We, I think you've exhausted every part of that, that area, side of the house. But then my, my other thing is going to be like, if he moves into a different room, they're going to be like, well, can he see us from that room? <laughs> well, say yes. <laughs> they're trying to be logical, our kids, yeah. which I can't, I'm kind of sad we started this traditional so late because... I'm sure by next year, Jack for sure will know it's not real. I don't know. He feels like he grew out of Christmas about a year or two ago. Yeah. Because his uh, asshole cousins told him that Santa's not real. And so he's like, okay, then he's not. Beckham still believed in, but I told him not to ruin it for for Jack. For, or, for, I told Jack not to ruin it for Beckham. Yeah, because Beckham still And so believes. Jack was like, okay, cool, no problem. But then now Jack's like... He kind of believes in the elf. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, he yeah. He calls him Twinkle and he'll be like, sorry, Twinkle. Or like, and then he'll like, he, when Twinkle first, you know, showed up in the house, you apparently there's this website you print off like letters and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, he'd do like and a welcome letter. He comes like home, like, hey, dad, look, there's this letter addressed to, and I'm like, oh, it looks legit. It's from the North Pole. <laughs> look, there's a stamp. That's, that's, I had to Google, what is the address to the North yeah. Pole? And I'm like, I had, so I basically, someone's like, dude, that's weird. Like, it's legit. I mean, it's a legit letter. I even put a stamp. I know you did. And I was like, okay, okay, I guess. And so I think from that point on. He was like, wait a sec. This is like a real letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I will say I'm not, we're not, I'm not like being super creative. Like people get into it. If you, there's like a whole Facebook page and I'm sure different groups dedicated to like elf on the shelf ideas. People people get crazy. They'll like. They'll like sprinkle flour on their um, countertop and make like a make the elf do a snow angel and like leave him there. Oh, cool. And I'm like, who's cleaning that? Who's elf cleaning that up? Or like, the el- the elf gets into like the cereal box of like Cheerios and they it's like laying all over the counter. I'm like, first of all, your elf is messy. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> if we're doing traditions with dolls, I'd like up? to bring yeah. Chucky the doll. Yeah. Out. <laughs> I'm like, can we just move him around and like keep this easy because mm-hmm. I'm not cleaning, I'm not making this mess at midnight because I forgot and then having to clean it up. If I was a single dad um, and I was like, okay, I have to do this like Christmas elf tradition because my wife started it and now I have to continue it. Here's what I would do. I would start him off on the same Monday on the countertop. On Tuesday, I might move him like- Three feet. Like, yeah, like <laughs> a little bit further down on the countertop. <laughs> He would just make his way around, (laughs) like a little perimeter. And I think what I'd probably do is I would... Which he still moved, so it counts. Yeah, I would maybe cut off his like legs or maybe pretend like there's like a gunshot wound on him. So there's a little blood trickling down. And so, yeah, you're kind of moving. Slowly. Slowly crawling. (laughs) And there's like a trail of blood. Well, I know that like you can even print letters that say like if you don't want to move him for like a week or like five days, you can actually print a letter that says, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to stay in this spot for oh, a little while. <laughs> can we do that for the next 15 days? <laughs> no. We ha- because this is the first year, we have all the places to put him. Okay, let's start with the garage. <laughs> That's next. Where's Twinkle? And they will remember because there's one day mm-hmm. I forgot because we got home late from somewhere and I went to bed and it was a school day and they like, I totally forgot to move him. And Beckham, of course, like found, no, I was sitting in like the front room and I was like, I came out and I was like, oh no, he's still there in the same spot. But Beckham never said anything. So I was like, mm. oh, he must have not noticed. So then I was like, Beckham, let's go in the bonus room. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, mom, can you sit with me? I was like, yeah, I just have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I moved the elf and then later that day he's like he's mm. like mom when i got into the the living room the elf was in the same spot that he was the day before and then he moved and i was like whoa crazy maybe 
he just was tired and sleeping and then <laughs> that's a kid that we need to be cautious about because he could be lured into a van if that's how yes. simple if it's just a doll that that's moving easily around. convinced hey your parents oh, said kid after my yeah, own heart yeah your parents got you bikes it's in that van if you want to go get it like, okay let's go get okay. these bikes you know my mom dad oh, cool <laughs> Yeah, uh, our, our Tom and Jessica. Yeah, yeah. Close. It's uh, our Rita and Alex. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You'll get it next time. <laughs> Common mistake. Common mistake. <laughs> totally. This boy. That kid. Oh you got to watch out for that uh, one. Dude, right. That is the kid that needs the gizmo watch. Yeah. He needs to be chipped. That's what he needs. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right. This has been fun. This has been fun uh, reminiscing. Uh, I'm excited for Christmas. I'm excited for no tears this year. Hopefully Santa uh, is going to give me something nice. Um, I think it's coming oh, down the chimney down tonight. <laughs> Is that a sexual reference? No, that's from a song. <laughs> well, okay. That's fine. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay. Bye. Bye.